Fred Ricciani, Scott Anderson, TSC News, the Sports Courier Podcast, Episode 9. And we are here to preview and predict Royal Rumble Weekend, Royal Rumble 2019, as well as NXT TakeOver Phoenix. And man, it is a stacked card, but I gotta say, Scott, the Royal Rumble, which is one of my favorite pay-per-views, really snuck up on me this year. How about you? No, I know it's every January, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. It's hard to believe. Um, you know, you always think, you know, it's the week, you know, in between the Super Bowl and the uh, football title games. But, yeah, yeah it just it, – it did. It came out of nowhere. WWE TV has been kind of what it is. So I guess, you know, the hype hasn't really done a whole lot for it. You know, honestly, I haven't seen much hype on TV for the actual Rumble matches themselves. I agree. I agree. If you really think about it, bro, it's like we've had good hype for the most part for the title hmm. matches. Uh, I think the Raw and SmackDown as a whole have improved since Vince McMahon decided to put himself on TV 500 times a week. And, sure. uh, you know, I, I think we've been getting some really strong matchups, especially on SmackDown with Andrade and, and Ray and great mic work with uh, Daniel Bryan. And, yeah, it just kind of blurs together. And then, of course, we had the main event change a couple weeks ago where mm-hmm. Finn Bauer is now filling in the place of Braun the Strowman against Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> You know, everybody's excited about it because Finn gets his rematch. To me, Finn's just a placeholder, you know, to get to Braun later on down the road, unfortunately. So I, I, I can't be too excited. I know me and you have talked off air, you know, in the last couple of weeks since this has happened. And, uh, you know, I hope you're right. You know, and I don't want to spoil anything, you know, a minute into the show. I hope you're right with your prediction. But I, I just, you know. Man, you really don't. Th- so you really don't don't have any faith in, in uh, what's his name? Uh, Finn Balor. No, I have faith in Finn Balor. I just don't have faith in the booking of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've done okay with him so far. You know, for the, the last month, I mean, he beat Drew McIntyre. He won the Fatal 4-Way to earn sure. a title shot. He got an endorsement from John Cena, which, from my understanding, he says was unplanned. Right. You know, so. No, I know. I, I, and, and that's all well and fine. And, you know, what they're playing off TV with Vince not, you know, believing in him and, and all that. But... You know, they do this all the time, you know, the, the, the AJ Styles, the Daniel Bryan, you know, they all get their shot at him, and it's David and Goliath, and we all know Brock wins. I mean, hopefully it's different this year. I just, you know, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get, well, you know what? Let's start there. Let's start right, with let's the top, it. okay? Let's start with Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar, and I've told you this off air. I know you don't believe me. I know you don't think this is going to happen, and listen, I'm probably getting my hopes up here. Full disclosure, I'm a huge Finn Balor fan, and I love the fact that he's finally getting some love. I feel like he's kind of like 1995 Bret Hart, the guy that Vince McMahon doesn't really want at the top, but the fans want him at the top. I think, this is my opinion, we're going to get a repeat of No Way Out 2004, where the smaller guy, the underdog, the one that has that groundswell of support like Eddie Guerrero back in the day, Finn Balor, is going to upset Brock Lesnar. But it's going to be with the help of Braun Strowman. Strowman's going to interfere, allow Finn to win, and you know what? I'm going to map out a scenario all the way into WrestleMania because, of course, you don't oh, have to do stuff. Because the best here ideas, of course, come in the shower. So, here's what's going to happen, or I think should happen. Finn Bauer wins. They mm-hmm. have the Universal title match prior to the Men's Rumble. I think, actually, the Women's Rumble is probably going to close out the show. I could be wrong. But you think that's going to happen again? Yeah, okay. I think, And, and here's right. the reason. I mean, yes and no. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but you have Finn win. Uh-huh. Later in the show, 
Braun Strowman is number 29 in the Royal Rumble. Number 30 is R-Truth. Brock Lesnar comes out. F5s him to hell. And because, of course, this is dead to be and everything wacky happens all the time, Brock Lesnar enters himself in the Rumble at number 30. Those two duke it out. And what you could do is have Finn Balor run in to help Braun Strowman eliminate Brock Lesnar, but he accidentally eliminates Braun. And then as far as Brock goes, you could do something where Brock's eliminated by whoever his WrestleMania opponent is, assuming he's not in the title picture again. Whatever. Seth, Seth Rollins. That's a rumored matchup. Doesn't need a belt. You could do that. Whatever. Okay, and whoever wins. We'll get to it later. And then what you could do is maybe the next night on Raw or Elimination Chamber or Fastlane, however it works, you could have Braun Strowman challenge Finn Balor, but Finn Balor turns heel because, of course, we live in the era of WWE where they can't get over baby faces. You have to turn heel in order to be more popular like Becky Lynch and Daniel Bryan and other people. So you have not one, but two big men, similar to when Finn Balor turned heel with the Bullet Club as Prince Devitt back in the day, help Finn Balor win, leading into WrestleMania, where somehow, someway, Braun Strowman earns a title shot and then beats Finn Balor for the Universal title. Now, me personally, since AOP's injured, well, Acom's injured of AOP, from what I understand, according to uh, Wrestling Observer, you could have not one, but two big men. Who are two big men to you that stand out that are in NXT? That would be really no, good. I'm, I'm not doing this with you, Fred. I you're already not, know you're where you're going, going with it. Not I'm not doing this. this you go ahead. No. Okay, I'm, ahead. am I too far out for you? It's not that you're too far out for me. I know the two people you're going to say, um, I, and I know what you want me to say. I... I <laughs> Fine, you no, know, I'll keep going. I just can't do it, man. Fine, I, I'll keep going. I'll like, keep going. I'm, I'm a fantasy booker, like damn it. Okay, this I'm like I'm playing, I'm this I'm playing you, Deadbeat man. 2K19 in real life right now. Here's right what ahead. you do. You have Punishment Martinez, who's like a rich man's Baron Corbin who could actually wrestle. And you have Keith Lee, who's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Interfere on behalf of Finn Balor. You form the Balor Club. Yes, you could technically have Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows interfere on Finn's behalf, but the reality is those guys have been so devalued, so watered down. If you're going to make Finn Balor a top heel, or if I was going to make him a top heel, you need a real stable. So you give me Keith Lee, you give me Punishment Martinez, those guys are awesome wrestlers, and they're intimidating as hell, and significantly bigger than Finn. They're good foils for Braun Strowman, and then you go on to WrestleMania, where Braun the Strowman overcomes the odds, finally wins the Universal title, and beats Finn Balor. That's what I would do. Do I think that's going to happen? Probably not, but hey, I'm going to convince myself anyway and then complain about it afterwards because that's what we do. Scott, what we do. who do you think is going to win the Universal title match? It's going to be Brock Lesnar. Don't fool yourself. Vince isn't going with Finn Balor. This is just a placeholder match. Finn is just a guy to get over until Mania, which is probably where Braun's going to somehow win the title. Um, I, I just It's going to be Brock Lesnar. I, I don't want it to be. I want Finn Balor to win. I think that would be awesome. I think you could still have Gallows and Anderson do their thing. All you got to do is put a little face paint on uh, Gallows and have him be New Japan, you know, Gallows and, you know, do that. Uh, you know, I mean, Finn Balor lost to Kane in, what, like 35 seconds over the summer? So no, no, it was last talk year. About it was devaluing half people. ago, bro. All right, well, whatever. You know what I mean? So, you know, Finn's been devalued enough as well. You could do things. It's just. You know, in theory, it sounds all well and fine. In reality, if you wanted to have muscle for Finn, you could just have Lars Sullivan. But it looks like he uh, might not be around. So we'll yeah. see how this all plays yeah. out. Uh, reportedly, uh, it was reported by Dave Meltzer that a couple weeks ago, Lars Sullivan suffered a couple anxiety attacks, and he was unable to make some appearances on Raw and SmackDown, non-televised appearances. And it's unfortunate he, he was sent home or 
I think they took him off the show and let him kind of clear mm-hmm. his mind, and then he just never came back. He went straight home, and yeah, it's it's a shame, you know what I mean. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, you got to take care of yourself, and the business ain't for everybody. I, I look at a guy like Nathan Jones, who did be built up and actually had on the main roster for a little while back in two thousand three. Even almost had a wrestle. Actually, he did have a WrestleMania appearance. He did have a WrestleMania yeah. appearance. Yeah, almost had a WrestleMania match, and then he got to the point where he just he went crazy and said, you know, I can't take the travel and. It ended up working out for him. He did a little bit of wrestling here and there, but he ended up actually becoming an actor and a stuntman. And from what I understand, he's doing very well for himself, other than the creepy 9-11 conspiracy theories he posts on Facebook. So who knows? Uh, you know, Hopefully for Lars Sullivan, he can salvage this and, and take care of himself. Yeah. But the reality is his health comes first. And you know, But WWE also is a business and has a job to do, and I think they got to move on without him for now. They do. It's just, it's odd. You know, with Sullivan, I know, you know, we're kind of going off course, but that's what NXT is for. It's to groom you, you know, these, these men and women for the next stage. And it's not like they're still competing in the, the Florida circuit. You know, NXT does travel to big arenas. They do uh, takeovers in big arenas. Sullivan was, was in a main a event match. He was in a main event match um, in what, Chicago, I believe it was. He was at the WrestleMania ladder match for the North American title. So he's been on the stage. Right. So it's very odd that that would happen. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, and again, again, we just we wish him the best, and uh, you know what? What else can you do? You just gotta see where it goes. But so you just got Brock easily winning. No, it's definitely not going to be easy. Um, do you think he's going to give him a better match than AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan? I know it's a high standard. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Um, wow. All right. What if? You know, you you want to go scenarios here? Yeah, let's do it, bro. Why not have AJ and Gallows and Anderson cost Finn the to, uh, Finn the match, and you know AJ wants his quote unquote rematch. I never got with Brock from a couple of years ago. Why not do something like that? You can. Then you could do. There's AJ nothing and, wrong with AJ and Finn at WrestleMania, actually, even though we saw it last that's year. That's a great idea, and you could do AJ versus Brock in one of the pay per views in between. You yep. know, Finn interfere, and then. AJ versus Finn and they had a classic match at TLC a couple years ago. They have a classic match at WrestleMania and it could be kind of like the battle of like former bull club member. I'd love that. And if, and if you want, you know, to add Keith Lee and you know, all that, so be it. Yeah. That could work. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So there you go. That's good. All right. So, so let's, let's get to some of the other matches here. The the title matches and we'll get to the rumble itself. We have the women's title match, or the Raw women's title match, Ronda Rousey against Sasha Banks. I think this is going to kick ass. Ronda Rousey, all likelihood, 99%, is going to win. But I think mm-hmm. Sasha Banks might give her her best main roster match to date. I agree. Um, I could definitely see this being a heel turn for Sasha and Bailey. Um, why not? Makes sense. They could screw Ronda. Technically, Ronda now has a loss under her belt for Monday night. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, technically speaking, it is a loss. Um, we'll see. I mean, Natty is, you know, originally she was rumored to go heel, and then, you know, unfortunately, Jim Lightheart passed away, so they kind of put that on the shelf. Maybe now it's time you, you open that back up and, and you go that route. I think Ronda wins. Sasha you know, there's been some rumblings here and there that she might not be happy with her spot either, and uh, that's why she is where she is now. And, look, she deserves what she has. You know, let, let's be honest. Um, I think Ronda's going to win. Okay, yeah, same here. I think I think Ronda's going to win, but I think it's going to be one hell of a match. And now let's get to the other women's match, a SmackDown women's title match between Becky Lynch and Asuka. I think this is going to be one hell of a match. And I, I agree. I think Asuka is going to find a way to retain. 
And it's going to lead to Becky Lynch having to win her way into WrestleMania, either at Elimination Chamber or Fastlane. I agree. Um, I'm going to switch it up on you, and I don't think I've ever predicted this before, and I don't think you have either. I think we're going to need a no contest. Real? Oh, man. Like a double disqualification, something just, yeah, they're just going to fight each other, and that's just, yeah. It's really the only thing you can do, because you're not going to have Asuka get pinned right after she won, and you'd be stupid to have Becky lose, mm-hmm. clean anyway. Right. So, what do you do? Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right, so you, you protect them, and then... I, guess, mm-hmm. I wonder who Asuka challenges. Like, I, guess, I guess we could figure it out, or who Asuka faces. I guess we could figure it out once you get to the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. Okay, we have I mean, to... oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I guess you could switch things up. And, and again, I don't want to spoil anything, and this is not my prediction to win, but I mean, you could throw like Alexa Bliss in there. Yeah. I mean, I know it's Raw and SmackDown, but why not? Yeah. She's coming back, apparently, so. Yeah, that's true. You could. Yeah, you could. So. We have the WWE Championship match, which should be a hell of a match, although I think it's a bit of a missed opportunity, and you'll know what I'm getting at in a second. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. They had a great, great match. Uh, one of the better WWE title matches in a, in a long time at TLC. But I feel like this was an opportunity, considering you have two Rumble matches as the attractions and the Universal title match. You could have given this WWE title shot to somebody a little bit newer than AJ Styles. I think Mustafa Ali was primed for it. He didn't need a win or anything, but I think it just would have been a nice spot for him to shine, you know, look good in a loss, and catapult him maybe to that U.S. title level uh, eventually where he could capture at WrestleMania or whatever. And and I feel like that that it's just a missed opportunity. It is, but yet also, is it too much too soon? True. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, do you want to give a guy that type of push? not giving him the title to only bring him back down to losing to, you know, insert whoever he on SmackDown. So maybe it is a smart way to do it. I don't know. It might be, but you know what? If you really think about I mean, let's look back at the careers of Randy Orton and John Cena, who were, along with Batista, were probably the best guys they brought up slowly and, and you know, rose them gradually, to, you know, since the last era or whatever. You know, John Cena challenged Brock Lesnar for the world title at, at, in 2003. He wouldn't get the world title until 2005. And, you know, it was just like a brief flirtation and, you know, ended up working out for him pretty well. And then the same goes for Randy Orton. Randy Orton in SummerSlam 2003 was inserted into Elimination Chamber match. He wasn't the featured guy, but he was at least in the mix and it kind of planted the seeds. And I, it, it'd just be nice because I don't think, to the best of my knowledge, did they ever have any real follow-up after Mustafa Ali pinned Daniel Bryan? No, not that I remember. Yeah, I think I they think just went mainly, their separate ways. Yeah, I think it was just mainly the heat was on AJ, which I guess makes sense, but... Yeah, it would be. I mean, you're right. It might be too much too soon. You know, I don't think we're wrong either way. Uh, but AJ and Daniel Bryan, this could go either way. I know there's rumors about AJ Styles' contract situation because keep in mind, three years ago around this time, he signed a three-year deal. They lured him away from New Japan Pro Wrestling, got paid a whole lot of money, even kept the rights to his name, hence the reason he's still the phenomenal AJ Styles, which is still crazy to think about all these years later, especially as a long-time Viewer of Impact Wrestling to see how far this guy has come. He's a true legend. And I think he'll have another great match. I wouldn't be surprised if AJ wins. I'd be a little disappointed. But I'm going to go with the new Daniel Bryan retaining the world title. I agree. Um, I read something earlier that I don't believe AJ has even re-signed his contract yet. I don't see him going to AEW. But um, I don't see how WWE lets him go, considering he's the cover boy for the new video game. He he is the face, you know, of the well was the face of the company. I know he wanted a lighter schedule to be with his family, but uh, they're not going to let him go. No yeah. way. 
Oh no, no way. They they they, they cannot. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think. I don't think. Twenty years ago, at what forty two, forty three years old, sure, but you know, forty three now in wrestling is like twenty five. So yeah, yeah. Jeremy Bowers on the live stream is saying he thinks that it could be Brian versus Mustafa Ali. I could see that, but for the title, that might be a tough sell. Uh, non title WrestleMania. I, yeah, non title. I can yeah. see that. No, maybe elimination chamber, but yeah, I mean, it does bring up an interesting question of. Uh, who gets Brian at um, a WrestleMania? At WrestleMania. Yeah. No, I was trying. I was trying. I'm sorry. I was trying to play back in my head last time they were in New York what the match was, but I really don't want to remember that because I do know what it is now. Yeah. Um, it, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, okay. So Jeremy <laughs> says that Brian attacked Ali backstage and they've had no interactions ever since. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Thank you for that info. All right. So let's get to some of the kind of non, you know major matches for lack of a better term because you know some of these are just kind of here uh okay rusev and shinsuke nakamura on the kickoff show assuming shinsuke isn't on the main card this might be the greatest fall from grace for royal rumble winner ever i was thinking that myself nakamura won the royal rumble last year and i thought it was an all-time great royal rumble as far as match quality and and it was a good one yeah it was really good and and the heat between him and roman at the end it was fantastic and now he's on the pre-show. Well, at least he's on the pay-per-view. Kind yeah, of. True, true. So I have Rusev retaining the title. I don't think... It's unfortunate that the U.S. title means so little, but I think Rusev retains. And I don't think it really matters. Although those guys have had good matches. It's just, you know. Yeah, well, let's keep in mind. Uh, AJ Styles signed a three-year deal about three years ago. How long is uh, Nakamura's deal? Mm, that's true. That's true. Maybe they're minimizing Nakamura a little bit because his contract situation is up in the air. Although... From what I've heard, he really likes living in America. So I don't, I don't, I mean, granted, he could go to AEW. Uh, but I don't know. If I, I don't know the guy personally, but from what I gather, I think the only place he'd go back to, he'd go to is New Japan again. You right. know, I don't, I don't sure, see him sure. living. So I, I think he's comfortable. This is, to me, this is like his lifetime achievement run. He's already done everything in Japan. He's had a Hall of Fame career. He's had a really good WWE career. Yeah. It could be better. So yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just, maybe it's just one of the ebbs and flows of, you know, being on the main roster. You know, Could be. Yeah. I mean, I remember um, Dean Ambrose was on a couple of pre-shows at one point. He was on a WrestleMania pre-show, so. Yeah. 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 There you go. Okay. So we got that. Uh, the one match I think could be a, a really good sleeper match. Buddy Murphy in a fatal four-way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's taking on Akira Tozawa, Kalisto, and Hideo Itami. I don't think it really matters who wins, unfortunately, just because 205 Live is not a priority. But I would like to see Hideo Itami win, especially. Uh, after, yeah, I agree. Yeah, especially after Daniel. I don't know if you saw that promo on Twitter, but Daniel Bryan cut a promo yeah. talking about how he fought Hideo Itami back in the day when he was known as Kenta, and he's the reason that he can't hear out of his left ear or swim. Yeah, it was awkward that it kind of came out of nowhere, but I guess that's why it came out of nowhere. See, I agree. I think Hideo Itami finally, after all this time, yeah. gets something, you know? Yeah, so. I, I agree. Shane, yeah. <laughs> Shane McMahon and The Miz in my least favorite current storyline in WWE taking on The Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro for the SmackDown tag titles. It's Shane, it's, it's Shane McMahon and The Miz, right? I want to say yes, but I, I think it's a little too soon to break, break them up, but I could definitely see Shane turning on The Miz because that's going to be the WrestleMania match, unfortunately. Or wait, you can't see Miz turning on Shane? No, I think Miz is going to be the good guy in this. Wow, okay, okay. That's a little bit of a curveball. Shane yeah. McMahon, by the way, is 49 and still doing these stupid bumps. You mean like the one he did um, 
what was it, two weeks ago, because I didn't watch his past SmackDown, when he went coast to coast and pretty much missed. Yeah. And bounced his head. Yeah, well, you know. What an idiot. 49 is the new Undertaker, so there you go. Yeah, hey, real quick, did you see that photo online? Uh, of Undertaker with uh, Ty Eli Valkyrie. Drake and Ty yeah, Valkyrie. Yeah, 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 that was kind of cool. that something? That's yeah, kind of cool. Different. Actually, you remind Anybody me. Anybody else? You remind me, we should talk about a little news here. PWI Insider reports that Abyss, Joseph Park, and... Uh, Oh, no, actually, his name, Chris, his name is Chris Park. Uh, you know, right. And then uh, Sanjay Dutt, longtime Impact Wrestling employees, long time from the beginning, early days. They're not only wrestlers, but office employees. They are reportedly joining WWE, which is freaking awesome. Behind the scenes, I think they'd be really good. Sanjay Dutt knows the Indian market like the back of his hand, and that's a big market for WWE that they want to conquer. And, 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 he- and shocker. It's not just about snapping your fingers and giving a guy a title who happens to be that ethnicity. You got to actually, you know, cater to that demographic and really try to like build stars the right way. So maybe Sanjay can help them do that. And if either one maybe of those Sanjay guys, maybe Sanjay can help with 205 Live. I know it's not a priority, but hey, maybe. Yeah, and you know what? Those guys could also contribute in the ring if they could. If they could be, be do some things backstage in NXT and contribute in the ring, whew. Either way, great great signings by yeah. WWE and long overdue, and I'm really happy for both guys because if you talk to anybody that, that knows Abyss or knows Sanjay, they rarely have anything bad to say. And Abyss, like myself, although I'm not a wrestler, is also from the University of Dutch Mantel. You know, he was mentored by Dutch Mantel, a.k.a. Zeb Coulter. I got a soft spot in my heart for Dutch, so nice nice to see a fellow alum uh, do his thing and get, get in WWE. So there, there we go there. Uh, as far as some of the other matches, I think we pretty much went through. It, is there a Vol Tag Team title match? Is there? I don't think so. No, there isn't. Because the Revival so ma- t- took on uh, Gable and, and Rude, who, by the way, are slowly but They're surely becoming a really good tag team. Although it's a shame the Revival can't win the title, but I guess, you know. Yeah, there were reports. Your Long Island. Long Island boys, uh, Zach and Kurt Hawkins are going to... Yeah, they, they, they had a little bit of a reunion on Monday. For those that don't know, Pro Wrestling Sheet reported that the Revival requested their releases immediately after one of their matches. I think it was against the Lucha House Party last week. Their releases yep. weren't granted, even though they're independent contractors. Go go look up those laws, kids. And yeah, they're, they're staying in DDB for now. Uh, I believe uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet also reported that Mike, Mike Kanellis, Mike Bennett, and Maria also requested their releases, which were denied. And while it is completely unfair, I think in this climate with AEW All Elite Wrestling, Cody Rhodes' promotion with Tony Khan, uh, with it like really hunting down free agents along with Ring of Honor paying big money to Roosh and Bandito and some other guys, I think it's probably best for some of these guys that aren't used to just bide their time, let their contracts expire, and yeah, just, yeah or fail drug tests three times and get released. But absolutely. At this point, AAW is probably six months out from getting a TV deal. You would you would you think that's fair to say? No, I think they already have a TV deal on the table. I think it might be six months out from actually airing. It might like okay. one of those things where they air like in the fall, like in the fall schedule of things. All right, well, that's what I meant before it debuts on TV. Right, right. So, right. You have guys like Dolph Ziggler's contracts coming up. The Revival, I think possibly, you know. I think Revival actually still have a while. That's the You're right, 2020. I'm sorry, you're yeah, right. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. But, you know, there could be other guys. And, and again, if there's somebody that, again, it's unfair. It's BS in, like, an independent contractor world that you're kind of, I don't want to say held hostage, but, you know, like, they hold your rights, okay, as far as, like, contractual. Uh, but... You know, I, I think if you're something that's underutilized and you only got a little bit of time left, bide your time. Bide your time yeah. and knock on wood, you know, you get some momentum and, you know, who knows? Maybe you get some. I mean, 
bigger money from Deddy B than you expect. You know, I, I know Zach Ryder complained a little bit. Um, you know, you saw on like Twitter and stuff. You know, he's saying you know he's at home laying on the couch on a Friday night instead of being on a live event. But you know, let's be honest, it doesn't suck to sit on your couch and collect a paycheck either. No, it doesn't. But, you but know, some, of these, I understand. some of these guarantees, though, that, that for guys that right. aren't, the the room, aren't that big. I mean, like a guy like Randy Orton's one thing. He's probably got a really right. good guarantee. No, when he's not wrestling. But Zack Ryder, you know, especially if you're living in New York, uh, you know, might, might not. No, no, abso- absolutely. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I'm sure Zack's doing OK for himself as well. Let's, oh, yeah, for sure. Let's, let's not, you know, he's not me and you. you know yeah, what yeah I mean? true, true. And, and oh, correction, so. he actually lives in Florida, which is a very tax friendly state. So. That's that's true to your point. But either way, I mean, look, it's still gonna suck when you want to do something you love and you can't. I understand 100%. that. Yeah. You know, maybe you know, are we too far off from seeing guys just head to NXT? Maybe. Rev- I mean, you know, I don't know how that would work, but I, you know, if I'm these guys, I'd say send me to NXT. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you this: if if Fox decides to pay WWE even more money than already paying for SmackDown to put NXT on Fox Sports One. And all of a sudden, NXT becomes goes from a, lo- a money losing venture, although long term a, a good investment, to a money making venture or even breaking even. I could see WWE bringing the revival back and some of these other guys like Tower Breeze on a consistent basis and putting them in NXT because all of a sudden, it be- I mean, NXT is already a priority for sure, mm-hmm. but when it becomes a two hour TV product on a major sports network, you know that could ch- that could change the game. And by the way. And we're getting ahead of ourselves here because we still got two rumbles to predict. If NXT gets a primetime slot on Fox Sports 1, that's additional competition for all elite wrestling. Because NXT has no, got the perception of being cool, and they've got some great freaking workers there. Yep. So, But we'll, that, we'll have plenty of we'll time see. to talk about that. Yeah. All time. right. Let's get to the Men's Royal Rumble. For those that don't know, actually, you know what? Let's get to some comments here real quick because we've got a few. Go ahead. David yep. Schneider says his picks are Ronda Rousey wins, retains the Raw Women's title. Shane and Miz win the tag titles. Buddy Murphy retains the Cruiserweight title. Becky Lynch uh, regains the uh, Women's title. Rusev retains the U.S. title. McIntyre, Drew McIntyre wins the Royal Rumble match. Charlotte wins the Women's match. And Brock Lesnar retains the Universal title. My man Alan Wu says... I kind of want to get WWE Network uh, just because. Uh, it, How does he not have WWE Network at this I don't, point? I don't know. He gets these free trials and he hops off, which is what a lot of people do. Uh, but to mm-hmm. be fair, Alan watches a lot of sports, so he's probably uh, racking up the bills and, and subscriptions. Sure, he sure. says, WWE Network sounds like a great deal around this time. Yes, it does, because if you sign up for the free trial, you also get Elimination Chamber. And I'm like hawking him right now. Is Jeremy, is Jeremy Borash, excuse me, with WWE? Yes, former teenage producer, creative guy, announcer, commentator, Jeremy Borash, who was like the glue that held a lot of TNA and Impact Wrestling backstage. He's been with WWE almost like a year now, I think. And he's I want to say a little over a year. Yeah, and he's been working as Triple H's right-hand man in NXT, and he's done a tremendous job from what I heard. Yep. So good good for him. Yeah, WWE is uh, poaching everybody. By the way, I also want to send a shout-out to everybody watching live on YouTube and on Facebook and also listening after the fact on our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, Men's Royal Rumble. For those that don't know... <laughs> John Cena reportedly suffered an ankle injury during the Fatal 4-Way match a couple weeks ago. He's questionable for the Royal Rumble. From what I understand, this is just a cover-up because originally, Lars Sullivan was supposed to debut and take out John Cena. That doesn't look like it's going to be the case. And I'm kind of disappointed because if they're going to storyline injure John Cena, right? Why not do it on Raw where somebody can get over and you set up a WrestleMania match, like say perhaps Drew McIntyre? Well, they did. They said McIntyre injured him. 
Oh, did they? I missed that. Yeah, part. they they didn't show anything, but yeah, they said uh, I forget what spot it was, but yeah, they said that Drew McIntyre caused the injury. Okay, okay. So yeah, John Cena may or may not be in it. I could see him maybe getting his ass kicked by you know, uh, Drew McIntyre or whatever, and then being taken out. But here's who we have, and uh, let's let's see. Not not a lot of uh, there are some potential winners. I don't know. It's, it it could be unpredictable. This could be the most anticlimactic rumble ever, or this could be an unpredictable rumble. So let let's get to it. The contestants are at the moment: John Cena, Randy Orton. Dean Ambrose, who I think has just been a terrible character since he's been back. Uh, Seth Rollins, who cut an awkward promo on Monday, trying to say that he could be working at a factory or working at a farm. And I, I think he was trying to relate to the crowd and everything, but the way it was written by these yeah, writers that clearly haven't had any real-life experience or real jobs uh, was written in a way that kind of demeaned factory workers and, and farmers. You know, I was, like, wow. I was like, wow, this guy's kind of a dick. Yeah. He's like, oh, I could, I could be, but you know, it's nothing wrong with those jobs. But you know, I have heart, and that's why I'm in the ring. I was like, man, oh, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, poor Seth. Uh, Samoa Joe, Drew yeah. McIntyre, The New Day, Apollo Cruz, Baron Corbin, who's still wrestling in his damn street clothes. I don't like Baron Corbin. I don't care for Baron Corbin. I'm sure he's nice to his mother. I'm sure he walks with his grandmother across the street. I'm sure he's a good husband. I don't need to see this guy for a prolonged period of time on TV. And you know what? He was only on for a couple minutes on Monday. I don't mind that. But if you're going to force me to watch Baron Corbin, put him in some goddamn tights. But he, he beat Elias. Like, that, I, I don't stupid. get it. Yeah. Look, if you're going to push a guy that doesn't have good wrestling matches but gets over with the crowd, push Elias. I know it's a backhanded compliment, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I would assume Kurt Angle will be in the Rumble, unfortunately. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, yeah, yeah, he hasn't looked that good since he's been back. Yeah. Uh, Jinder Mahal, Jeff Hardy, yeah. the almighty Bobby Lashley, my boy, my dude, who won the Intercontinental title a couple weeks ago in an awesome match. And then had a cool pose now with Apollo. Yeah, he, yeah. Did. he did. I'm a big Bobby Lashley fan, although I know he's not the know, same yeah. guy he was in TNA, but you know, I, I still think there's some potential there, even at age 42. Sure. Uh, Titus O'Neil. Andrade, who's now just Andrade, not Andrade Cien Almas. Rey Mysterio, Mustafa Ali, and R-Truth, who earned the number 30 spot after winning the prestigious mixed match challenge. But I think you and I, well, maybe both of us think that R-Truth may not make it to the Rumble. What if R-Truth ends up coming in number 30 for the Women's Rumble and gets confused? Oh, my God, that'd be hilarious. And the sad part is they won an all-expense paid trip to WWE headquarters, and it was, like, on WWE.com. Right. Like, okay, let's yeah. go with that. Sure. True. All right, so before I get to my pick, I just want to shout out Jeremy's pick here. He says his dark horses are Mustafa Ali, Andrade Cien Almas, and the returning Kevin Owens. Mm. Mm, That's actually yeah. a really good one. Now, Here's the sexy pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go man, I really don't know who to pick, but I'm okay. Here's the likely winner. The likely winner is probably Braun Strowman. Or I tried to do or Seth Rollins. Yeah, I think if you want to get a little sexy, if you want to change it up a bit, which I would like, which I would like, you could do Rey Mysterio and do my man Rey Mysterio against Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, which I think would be a freaking dream match. Yeah, that would be a, a mm. kick-ass match. For, okay. You know, or or if you really want to change it up, you could do 
Andrade winning the title should AJ win back the WWE Championship. I know they had a match on SmackDown, but you could deal a deal where uh, Andrade wins the Rumble, maybe give him a couple matches at Elimination Chamber and, at, and Fastlane to further build him up. And then you have Andrade pin AJ Styles clean to win the WWE Championship at WrestleMania, or as clean as can be with, with Zelina Vega. And it might be too much too soon, but as we've seen in NXT, as we've seen in New Japan, as we've seen in the world of Lucha Libre, when you give this guy the ball and he's motivated, this guy is one of the very best in the world. And yeah, personality-wise, he's not connected yet because he hasn't had the opportunity to. But if they can utilize Zelina Vega the right way, like they did in NXT, I think this guy could be money. And they, you know what? They need Mexican stars. And I love Rey Mysterio. It's a, honestly, it's a modern medical miracle. I don't know what this treat, what treatment this guy did, but for him to be this good at 44 years old, it's incredible. But it, it is. But let's keep it real. This ain't gonna last. It's like LeBron no. James. LeBron James is still great, but at some point, Father Time, no matter what you do, no matter what you take, is undefeated. You need to prepare for the future. Lucha House Party ain't doing it for me, even though uh, I think uh, we both could agree Grand Malik deserves better. Uh, so I would go with Andrade as a dark horse. But who do I think is going to win? You know what? Push comes to shove. I think, you know, even though there's a lot of moving parts, it's unpredictable. And if this isn't my pick, I'm going to pick Seth Rollins. Not I'm a bad pick, him. but... I just would like to see something a little different. But I think Seth Rollins is going to be the predictable pick. How about you? I'm going to pick Braun Strowman. However, as you've been talking, I've been playing some thoughts in my head. And getting some text messages. Way to go. That's not my phone. I don't. I think that's my daughter's phone. Okay. Either way. Either way, whatever. She's more popular than me. Sure. I'm smart. I put my phone on you. Um, what if, and, and this is a long shot, but, you know, hey, what if? What if The Undertaker wins and challenges Daniel Bryan? That would be one. That's, what that, if? That is so wacky, it might work. Yeah, but wasn't there like some rumor report a couple years ago that they, like, Taker wanted to work with him? Yeah, actually, that is true. He wanted to work yeah. with you know, but why Does not? that really need a world title, though? No, but why not give Undertaker that last run? Or why not... Daniel Bryan, you know, with him going into this crazy, you know, which is almost like a real-life Daniel Bryan, maybe this could be the retirement match. Maybe Bryan's the one who retires Undertaker. I mean, why not? Yeah, uh, that you know, that could be the case. I mean, and can you imagine the field day Bryan would have? Bryan's already having a field day with AJ Styles and like That's what I'm saying. And his real-life kind of conservatism. If you imagine like Daniel Bryan, especially now that Undertaker's on Twitter and Instagram. That's, <laughs> oh, that's my, my point. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it it could work. I mean, I don't think it's gonna happen, but could work. Yeah, it could, it could, it could. That is so crazy. It might work, and Daniel Bryan might actually be a guy to finally pull out a good match of the Undertaker for the first time in years. That's what I mean. Man, and you, and you know what? You could do a deal where if Undertaker did beat Bryan for the title at WrestleMania, you could have somebody like maybe the next month like beat him. Or, or you know what, Undertaker well, save it till it. SummerSlam. Or you know what, Undertaker could just beat him, and just retire. Retire with the belt? Why not? And it's not gonna hurt Daniel Bryan because Undertaker's a legend, and Bryan's well, one of the greatest of all time, and knows how to get over. And let's call it what it is. Wasn't there a little spoiler on WWE.com about a new uh, about superstars being added to the uh, network? And didn't that tagline say 
Watch WWE Hall of Famers, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, The Undertaker, and many more. Did it really? Well, last time I checked, Undertaker's wow. not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it did. Okay, okay. So wow. there's a spoiler possibly. Why not? Yeah. Why not do it? Yeah. Undertaker, if anybody, deserves to go out on top like that. So why not? And you know what? I'll, I'll give you a wacky one that could be non-title or title, depending on John Cena's availability. Daniel Bryan. Those guys have only had what two matches, a TV match. Wait, wait, what do you mean, it, Daniel Bryan? Oh, what? I'm sorry, um, John Cena and Daniel Bryan. Oh yeah, no, I could see that happening. Sure, like, like just like a Legends match, like those two guys, like have ha- had the classic SummerSlam match. They had a really good TV match a couple years before that. Like that just be like a fun match, like SummerSlam. Or I'm sorry, I'm going all over the place. WrestleMania is, uh, I think, in those big pay per views should be like kind of spotlights, not just for like new matchups and gang over stars and everything, but they should be like for dream matches and. I don't know, but well, I can give you a dream match. You want me to give you my dark horse pick? The Undertaker thing was kind of far-fetched. I can give you a dark horse pick who okay. I do think legitimately could do it. Cool. And um, this might be a transition. Well, no, we got to still talk about the women's, but we'll transition a little bit. Mm-hmm. How about Aleister Black? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Why not him and Brian? It could work. Now, I don't think he could win the Rumble, but, I mean, I, I think if you want to build somebody up, that would work. I just and WrestleMania would be the spot. It would be the spot, but I could also see Vince McMahon and his warped age. Uh, right. you know, hey, listen, kudos to the old man. He's turned around the shows the last few weeks, and you know, from what I understand too, the XFL is, according to Sports Business Journal, in negotiations for a TV deal with ESPN and maybe ABC, mm-hmm. which is huge Great. for a company that has no stars and you know no real rosters yet. So much respect. Well, keep in mind, NBC has the uh, the other football league, the American Alliance. So. True. Yeah. Hey. So we listen. And they have Christian Hackenberg. Yeah. So. <laughs> so kudos to Vince for that. But I, I could just see Vince McMahon in private going, "He looks like a homeless CM Punk." Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I I agree one hundred percent. I don't think Alistair Black's going to do anything on the main roster, but well, not a lot anyway. Not as much as he should. Mm-hmm. But I should really mute that phone. But uh, <laughs> sorry. But um. You know, it could happen. I mean, he's going to lose Sunday. Uh, there's my prediction for the NXT title match. All right, so. so there we go. So, okay, so final prediction for Rumble. I got Seth, even though I would prefer I Braun. Andrade. And you got who? I got Braun. Braun. Braun? After okay. what I saw Monday night, Braun. Okay, cool. And then the women's. No, have... the women's Rumble. We have Natalia, Bailey, Ember Moon, the debut in Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, who returns, the Riot Squad, Mickey James, Alicia Fox, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Zelina Vega, Charlotte, Naomi, Tamina, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Dana Brooke, Lana, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, and Carmella, who earned the 30th spot by winning the Mixed Match Challenge. I am going to... Oh, man, this is a tough one, bro. But (laughs) it's predictable, but you know what? It makes perfect sense. I'm going to go with Charlotte. I agree. Yep, unless somehow Becky Lynch gets in it, I'm going with Charlotte. And I think... Charlotte and Braun Strowman are going to be the worst Rumble winners in history if that happens. Excuse I think the crowd's me? going to crap all over it. Excuse Charlotte, me? I'm not saying Charlotte doesn't deserve it, but the crowd is going to crap all over the it. The worst man. Rumble winners, winners. ever. You're, bro. Because it's going to be the – no, no, no. I'm not saying as far as competitors go, but it's going to be the predictability. People are going to boo Charlotte, and they're going to boo Braun. Let's call it what it is. Bro, bro, bro. bro. Hang, hang on. Hang on. Hang on one second, okay? Hang go on. Ahead. Hang on one Okay, it's not worse than Roman Reigns in 2015 as far as how it was received. Okay. I understand that. Okay. Wait, and everybody knew it was coming. That's it's not worse point. than uh, John Cena in 2013 beating Ryback. It's not worse than Randy Orton winning the Rumble Okay, in cool. 2000... Was it 16? No, no, yeah, but he got because he eliminated Roman. See? 
Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the competitor. I'm talking about the reaction. You're yeah, get. Ra- I mean, Randy Orton. Randy Orton got Rumble. cheered. Randy Orton won the Randy- Rumble both times. He got cheered, man. Mm. Yeah, but he got cheered because he eliminated Roman. Yeah, I know, but it was like, okay, it's Randy. It's well, Randy I understand Orton. what you're saying, but that's right. You know, you know what? A dark horse, I think, just because it's WWE and they love Randy Don't you Orton. Don't dare say Triple H or Randy Orton. I was gonna say Randy Orton. Yeah. Ooh, how about Batista again? Oh, you man. know, it would be well-received, but who would he wrestle? I mean, I, I, you know what? He well, could wrestle Brian. D- Brian. <laughs> That's so crazy <laughs> it would work. Yeah. Who knows? You know what? How about this? Let's just come to the conclusion that Brian's so great that he can make any matchup at WrestleMania interesting. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Now let's get to the NX. I think we got everything, right? So we both, Okay. So our final Rumble picks, um, definitely Charlotte, Charlotte winning the Women's Rumble. I got Seth, you got Braun for men's. I got Finn winning the title, you got Brock retaining. We both got Brian retaining. Uh, we both have Oscar retaining, right? Yeah. Yeah, we both have Oscar retaining. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the, 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 ma- the major stuff right there. So let's go real quick to NXT before we get out of here. It's on the Saturday before the Royal Rumble. Uh, NXT Championship match, Aleister Black, Tommaso Ciampa. God bless Aleister Black. He's a great competitor. But it's weird. I kind of feel like his title run was kind of flat. And, and while he's a great challenger, it's, it's weird. Since Some guys are back, great characters. Flat. And I think 99% of the time, if a guy's a top guy and well-protected, they need a world title for a while. Or at least mm-hmm. the world title at some point. But I feel like Aleister Black, if pushed correctly, is kind of like that Undertaker character who doesn't really need to hold the title for all that long. Mm-hmm. So you're doing the Bruce Pritchard and saying he doesn't need the title. Well, it's only exclusive to Aleister Black and guys like Undertaker and freaking Andrea Giant. I don't think he... Yeah, but truth be told, I don't think Tommaso Champion needed the title either. Yeah. I think it helps him, but I don't think he needed it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I, I think uh, Tommaso Ciampa's retaining. I do too. Okay, and I think it'll be a great match. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair. <sighs> you know, I'm I could go see Bian- an upset. I'm going to go with Bianca. I could see. I, I don't know why or how, but I could see an upset. NXT. Oh man, man, that is interesting. That is interesting. That is my daughter's ta- uh, Facebook. How how old is your daughter? She is eight and in bed, but she doesn't. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I didn't get my first cell phone until I was sixteen. Your daughter's got one at eight. Well, she has. Seriously, no, she has one at eight because um, we updated our phones and it was like a buy one get one free deal, and it just made more sense to add a line for ten dollars a month and pay uh, thirty for an additional phone. So. Or, or you know, you could just use it as a burner phone. Hopefully, your wife's not listening to that, but you know, just just saying. That's uh, why I have my work phone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, NXT Championship match: Undisputed Era versus the War Raiders. Rowan Hansen. That should be another fantastic match. But I'm gonna have the Era retaining this one. I think the I Raiders will have to wait a little bit longer to win the titles. I'm gonna go War Raiders. All right, all right. North American Championship: uh, Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano is like, man, I don't. Who do you? Who do He's you due for a pay per view win. He is. Who, who is he? Like, he's like John Elway with those Super Bowls. He made all these Super Bowls and keeps getting his ass kicked. Or like Andy Reid. Kelly. Andy Reid in conference championship games. Like he's just. No, he's Jim Kelly. He got to the big dance and just never could pull it out. True with the Buffalo Bills. All right, so you know what? I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Johnny Gargano too. I'm gonna go with Gargano. Uh, him and Champa lately on NXT TV have looked like they're back together, and I think. 
I think just for fun, you're going to see Ricochet in the Rumble. It ain't going to mean nothing. He'll have a couple minutes. He'll do a couple moves. He's going to be in the Rumble. All right. All right, cool. Huh? And lastly, this should be a fun match, too. Matt Riddle, Cassius Ono. I mean, I, I see Matt Riddle winning this one, but it'll be pretty competitive. Yeah, I think. Uh, no, nah, I'm going to go Cassius Ono. I don't want to make every agreement with you, and somebody has to you know, be bad cop, good cop here. And um, I think Ono is going to sneak, sneak one out. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So... <laughs> Overall, man, it looks like a, a pretty fun weekend of action. Sure. I Just a, a couple quick notes as well. I just did a live stream on John Jones failing another damn drug test. But because it's the, allegedly the same metabolite that he, that he failed for, you know, uh, b- before, and because and because from flimsy science study that favors the UFC, ironically enough, says that it's the same metabolite that caused him to fail a drug test 18 months ago, he's going to still fight. So, Of course he is, because that's what they do. That awkward moment when Deadly drug testing is stronger than the UFC is just uh, amazing, right? <laughs> also, quick note, if you guys, anybody watching, happens to be in the tri-state area, I'm going to be in Atlantic City this Saturday on behalf of my good friends at Bullion. We're kicking it, a great nonprofit that funds after-school programs and keeps kids off the streets and in the classrooms and reading them books and just having a good time with sports. I'm going to be at the Action Martial Arts Hall of Fame at the Tropicana in Atlantic City, New Jersey. So oh, if you happen nice. to be in the area, it's actually <clears throat> excuse me, it's actually starting on Friday, the Hall of Fame ceremony, and then Saturday and Sunday is the convention. There's going to be a number of legends there, uh, including Michael Jai White, actor. He was also played Spawn back in the day. Uh, we have I don't know if Dan B. Severin is going to be there. You see Hall of Famer. He's usually there, but I know for a fact that WWE Hall of Famer Bob Backlund who, by the way, made me a protein shake last year, which was delicious. And Deadby Hall of Famer Tony Atlas are going to be in the house, among other guys. There's oh, nice. other guys like uh, Kerry Tagawa from uh, Man in the High Castle and Mortal Kombat. I think Donda Dragon Wilson's going to be there. Um, and, and there's been a lot of random celebrities there, too. Like, I know Martin Cove at one point from the Karate Kid series was there. So there's always all kinds of martial arts legends uh, from MMA, from boxing, from UC, from martial arts movies. So if you happen to be in the Philly area, New Jersey, New York, if you could make your way down to Atlantic City at the Tropicana, we'd greatly appreciate it because it's a great cause. You can help raise some money, and it's just a good time. And, hey, who knows? If you're there, you could be on a future episode of the Sports Courier Podcast and TSC News TV, which broadcasts all across New York City. And apparently Bob Backlund might make you a protein shake. Yeah, he, he might. And look, I'll tell you this. Bob Backlund is an incredibly nice man. He's, he is scary. When he turns on that switch, it's like, oh, my God, am I going to die? But very nice man. And uh, de- definitely, they definitely don't make him like they used to. I'll say that when it, when it comes to legends. Uh, you know, but a very well-respected guy. And, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. And if you guys haven't had a chance to see some of my interviews in the past, Feel free to go through my wrestling interviews playlist. I got interviews I did last year from the event with the likes of like Mark Henry, Dan Severin, Bob Backlund, and a number of others, and hopefully I'll be able to get some more this year. But, Scott, anything else you want to say before we hop on out of here? Uh, I will say enjoy your weekend. I will be working. Hopefully I'm not working Sunday. I can watch the Rumble. We can possibly chat about it if it doesn't end at 1 in the morning. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, well, you know what? This is our first show since – Two thousand nineteen, so happy new year. It's well, a little late, but yeah, you know. yeah. And, and oh by the way, actually too, if either way we'll de- I'll definitely be doing a live recap of NXT Takeover Phoenix. 
most likely with the Rumble, depending on our schedules, we'll probably have like an aftermath show going over the week, like all the shows at, uh, with Royal Rumble and after Royal the week, Rumble yeah. uh, sometime, probably Wednesday or Thursday. So stay tuned for that. But either way, every week you can expect a brand new podcast from us, a sports career podcast, and at least one new review every single week. This week I did a special tutorial on WB2K19. I'm working on my review of ESPN Plus because there's that app. I had to sign up for to watch UFC. So stay tuned for that. Until next time, everybody, as always, enjoy the matches. And uh, as for John Cena, we'll see if we'll actually see him this Sunday.